Saudit Suleiman has been experiencing bouts of anxiety. Her brother was sent to NYSC camp in Saifi local government area, and she has been unable to reach him since then. The state government shut down telecommunications networks as part of fresh security measures. But this move is causing more panic. Saudit does not know if her brother is safe or not. The network blackout is not helping matters. Zamfara state has been one of the worst hit in terms of insecurity in Nigeria. And due to this insecurity, the Nigerian government directed one of its regulatory agencies, the NCC, to instruct all telecommunication service providers to shut down their services. Welcome to another episode of the Crisis Room podcast. I am Maryam Mustafa, and with me is my colleague Murtala Abdullahi. Each week, we look at security issues across Nigeria and answer the tough questions around them. This week, we will be looking at the terrorism in Zamfara and the government response of shutting down mobile communication to cope the crisis. For over a decade, Zamfara State has been on record to harbor colonies of banditry activities. And it is now a state where people live in constant fear. Over the years, the state has been disturbed with insecurity issues such as cattle rustling, kidnapping, and numerous other attacks on communities. A lot of people have been killed and millions have fled their ancestral homes for safety. Despite being one of the poorest states in Nigeria, the governor of Zampara has closed down several markets, adding a food insecurity angle to the mix. According to the government, the idea of shutting down mobile communication is to prevent terrorists from collaborating with others. Nobody in the state can make phone calls or receive text messages. The decision to restrict mobile communications has come at a great cost to residents of the state. Over 2 million subscribers have been cut off from mobile communication, and this also serves as a daily source of income for some other people. This is an actual dilemma. The government claims this is a welcome tactic, considering the growing insecurity in the state. And as you may recall from our previous episode, even children are not left out of the insecurity menace. Several young children have been kidnapped and schools have been closed. And this is impacting the education system negatively. Early in 2021, the governor gave two-month ultimatum to terrorists to lay down their arms and embrace peace or face military onslaught. Yet the situation has deteriorated to the extent that basic rights in Zamfara have been taken away. With us today is Ali Withayu, a reporter with Human Angle, who has covered reports on terrorists and policies made to tackle terrorism in northwest Nigeria. Ali, so far, do you think these policies taken by the government of Zamfara State can in any way help crack down terrorism? Well, I think yes, they agree. But in my opinion, both the federal and the state government are largely relying on trial and error approaches to deal with the situation. Some of the policies promised terrorist amnesty, but the government later repealed them after they proved ineffective in combating the problem. Uh, infiltration of jihadis into the northwest is currently the region's most serious problem. While many see it as merely banditry, it is gradually evolving into an ideological conflict that is extremely difficult to control, as evidenced by the Boko Haram conflict, which has defiled all attempts to solve it for over a decade. 
it appears that network shutdown did not work as planned. Terrorists retaliate, attacking villages and towns in areas where they are not confronted. They raided a community in Sabon Birni, a Sokoto village near the Zanfara Axis, recently. Uh, despite the policy, they recently attacked a military barracks, killing a number of officers. Yes, as I previously stated, the measure taken was effective in some circumstances, but it was not effective in all circumstances. Thank you, Ali. The government should have it in mind that it's important for these measures to produce tangible results in order to improve the security and humanitarian condition. This is an episode of Human Angle Crisis Room. Thank you for listening. I am Maria Mustafa. Join in next week for another episode. Members of our production team are Abatoko, Anita Eboigbe, and Tony Asemota. The executive producer is Ahmed Salkida.